amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Welcome back to Paranormal, everyone. I'm Marie. And I'm Nicolina. And tonight we have a special guest on the show. We've got Ian Geldart. He's an actor and he is the creator and host of Real Legitimate Anthology, which is a full cast audio drama and uncovers new adventures each series. So we just want to welcome Ian to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's awesome (laughs) to be here. Thank you, Ian, so much for joining us on the show. Um, We're thrilled to have you here and we... I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, good. Um, Super sincere. Um, We've got a lot of questions about yourself, about RLA. Is that appropriate? Do you uh, use that acronym? Yeah, no, that's definitely a shorthand because saying real legitimate apparitions like 20,000 times a day is pretty exhausting. Um, Yeah, I was exhausted writing it. 100%. (laughs) RLA is definitely, well, and also all of our, I'm just going to cut to the chase, all of our socials are RLA series. So we use, I use our RLA a lot. Definitely in retrospect, naming it real legitimate um, apparitions, real legitimate anthology was you know, the amount of people who can't spell legitimate, including me, a lot of the time. Same. Uh, <laughs> Don't forget one of the I's. Yeah, no. It's like it's it's like yeah. A's, E's, I's. It's a mess. I know. It's a lot of vowels. <laughs> RLA all, all is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. So let's get things started. First of all, Ian, uh, can you share with listeners a little bit about yourself and your background and what got you into podcasting? Because I know you're you've got actor. Uh, and creator in your bio on Instagram. Yes. So, um, so let's hear about all of that and what led you into podcasting. Uh, yes, my foray into podcasting. Well, I started. I was born um, a little baby, and then I slowly, <laughs> and then I slowly grew up um, and decided to be an actor in Montreal, um, and uh, and uh, did that for a bit and uh, enjoyed it living in Montreal. And then I moved to Toronto trying to continue being an actor and I lost, left all my friends and I had a lot of time on my hands because I wasn't acting that much to, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, but I wanted to talk to my friends and I love listening to podcasts and I was actually just starting to listen to like fiction podcasts and like audio drama podcasts. And so I was like, oh man, why don't I write a podcast and it can be funny and it can be silly, but it'll be scripted and it'll be an, a, kind of an excuse to talk to my friends who live across Canada. Like, hey, it's kind of like yeah. when you when you when you get your friends to be like, hey, you want to be a mo- in a movie, and then it's just like just a way to talk to them. So that was kind of <laughs> yeah. what uh, you had to bribe them into talking to you. Well, I mean, I wouldn't. I, you're going to be a star, kid. Why don't you come on my podcast? Um, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, um, yeah we do the same thing. A hundred percent. So yeah, so that's how it kind of started, and then I found out that I kind of enjoyed it and that I liked writing and then I got into 
more into sound design and more into like sound production. And then uh, here I am now on your podcast. Perfect. And that was how many years ago that you started? Kind of honestly, way back in 2016. And I started like making it on GarageBand and um, pitching it to like CBC and pitching it to all these places. And they all said no. Um, And then... Uh, but then uh, like fine tuning it and getting a little bit better. And then, uh, yeah, 2020 is when our podcast launched with the Sonar Network with real legitimate actors and then Apocalypse and then now Apparitions. How long are each season? Because I didn't really get a sense of how. 100%. Each, ep- each season is 10 episodes. Um, and the first okay. season, they, it kind of getting been getting longer every series. So the first Real Legitimate Actors was about 20 minutes an episode. Apocalypse was like 40 minutes an episode. Apparitions is like 45, 50 minutes an episode. So a little bit longer. Yeah. So we're looking at like a few hours for the yeah. whole series. Yeah. Okay. okay sweet. Okay. Lots of um, similarities between you and us. We also were both former babies at one time. <laughs> Do you remember most of it? Because I, it, most of it slipped my mind. No, it's the craziest thing. Yeah. A lot of it has been lost mm-hmm. to time. Um, <laughs> you bring up a wonderful, but that trauma, a that wonderful, yeah, the unknown trauma has the yeah. unknown trauma. It's just there's triggers 100%. you don't know why, but it just happens. you see a cradle and yeah. you start to cry. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. start yeah. bawling, just breaking <laughs> down. We also Marie started this podcast in 2017. Yeah, oh so gosh. not too far off you uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah i wasn't actually a part of the podcast until i think three years ago and why now. were you brought yeah, in three, yeah. um but i because i'm an entertainer uh, no, why not <laughs> um, uh, because it, it, why was i brought in really it, it got a little difficult um mm-hmm. talking to myself <laughs> with no guess <laughs> And trying to be like, will you hear this crazy right. story? Right. And there's and no one. Reaction. No reaction. No reaction. Yeah. It's just dead right. air Lots silence. of silence. Yeah. I see that. Um, yeah. I, I was brought in for validation. Just to uh, listen and laugh. And then yeah. Yeah. Just to listen and laugh. Yeah. And then people started to tell us to stop laughing. Oh, so yeah. then we had to re- reformat, rethink it. I uh, had to go to laugh therapy and change it. it was- <laughs> And it didn't work. <laughs> I feel like laugh therapy usually helps you laugh more, right? No? Yeah. my This was more like, Dep- doctor, please fix, fix this. this. <laughs> Take away my sense of humor. Make me miserable, yeah. please. I have a podcast, Shame you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm very important. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so Real Legitimate Anthology basically has a new theme each season or each mini series. Can you walk us through what sparked your idea to format the podcast that way? Totally. It was kind of accidental. I I mean, I like, I'm someone, when I watch things, for instance, I like watching movies rather than series because, and the same with like listening to audio dramas and stuff, because if it's like 14 seasons, if it's like 400 hours, I know I'm never going to finish it. I'm never going to get to the good bit. I'm never going to like feel that moment where you're like, oh, wow, it all makes sense in the end. Yeah, the conclu- there's, a, there's a conclusion. There's a solution. 100%. Like 100%. So I wanted yeah. to. And then when I was writing and making real legitimate actors, it kind of came to an end. And I was like, OK, so like, it, do I try and like make that I just make a podcast and that's it? Or can I start again? And then I was also like, oh, I have all these other ideas and all these like cool directions that I would want to take it. So that's the, that's the reason that it, it is like an anthology mini of miniseries. 
Yeah. That makes sense. Cool. That reminds me of like um a hundred percent. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people yeah, bring yeah. that up. Um and is that. it all interrelated? It. <laughs> you know, that's a question that I don't know. And mm-hmm. I could no. You know, yeah, it right. could be. The possibilities are endless. Well, now. I noticed this was my uh, my next question was there's a trend here. They all start with A's. Yes. Is there a reason for that? Is there a reason that they all start with A's at the beginning? To keep our LA. That is is such a deep question. And the answer is to keep RLA for like social media and people who don't want to write real (laughs) legitimate apparitions and. Okay. All right. So it's just, so you're going to continue to just name every single one. Well, um, I'm going to (laughs) try. You're going to try. You're going to do your best. Cause I was like, I mean, right now there's obviously, it started with actors and then apocalypse. I feel is like a I feel like I feel like now after apocalypse, but also timely right, for right now. Right. Yeah. Between apocalypse and actors, there's definitely like a lot of places to land. Like, so I feel like I was safe yeah. in doing that. Like your expectations. Did you go through like a Bo Burnham like coming of like like depression and during the, uh, the actor to apocalypse? Yeah, there was a lot of things happening in my life and a lot of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but I, well, I had, I had, it, I was being happy and fun for, for too much. And I wanted to get a, a little more like, you know, like sad and aggressive. Um, and then re-legitimate apparitions that just started. Um, allow me to tell you a little yes. bit about it. Um, yeah. So it follows the, the main yes. character, the lead and kind of the host of re-legitimate apparitions is a, a troubled man named Dylan McRae. And um, he is 31 years old and he starts a ghost catching business called Haunt Force um, to catch ghosts. Um, however, he, re- he, he begins to have these visions that, he, that we might assume and he might assume are ghosts at first. But it turns out that they are probably possibly visions into the past and into the future into his past, into, into his future. Um, so he has to kind of like deal and grapple with that. Um, and um, some themes are like, it deals with a little bit with mental health and um, post-truth and conspiracy and the feeling of being trapped and uh, determinism and like how the uh, space time. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, what you're gonna, that's what you're gonna find if you're listening to Real Legitimate Apparitions. The most recent season. We have two clips. So do you mind do you mind telling us a little bit about the what, the clips? Yeah, I could totally you tell you a little us? bit about the clips. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So then, um, clip one. Yeah. Um, so uh, at this point, uh, Dylan has started his business. He's bought his equipment. He's hired an employee, and uh, and we find out that um, Dylan has epilepsy. Um, and prior to the to the clip you're about to hear, Dylan has uh, this event he calls it where he feels himself. He's about to have a seizure, but then instead he has a vision in its place and he sees words written on his wall that say Dylan find Spencer. Um, so after that, he's a little bit shook, uh, but he manages to move on. And then all of a sudden he gets a call from a prospective client of Haunt Force. My name is Mrs. Marnie Truco. I, I was told to contact you. You were told? Yes. By who? You have a kind of ability to speak with spirits yes oh okay yeah, yeah you're calling haunt force uh sorry haunt force yeah the, haunt force is the name of the the business i run well i don't know about that it's for ghosts a ghost catching business i'm looking for dylan mccray yes this is dylan mccray 
Dylan, I am a spiritual person. Okay. I believe there is a beyond. Yeah. I believe in the afterlife. And I believe that sometimes the afterlife can intersect with our current lives. Right. You have an ability, Dylan, that has been brought to my attention. By who? I'd like you to come to my place of residence and conduct a seance. Great. Uh, the Haunt Force team is, is happy to take on your case. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about your ghost. Oh, it's not my ghost. Oh, no? I'm still alive. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> the ghost in your house. Spencer is dead. My husband, he recently passed on. And I'd like to book an appointment for you to come to my house and contact his lost soul. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Um, okay. And then there's another clip. Yeah. So, um, uh, so now, um, he is at Mrs. Marnie Truco's house. You just heard in that clip. Um, and they're about to conduct a seance to, to speak to Mrs. Marnie Truco's husband, Spencer. Um, He's performing his ghost conjuring incantation when he feels another event coming on. I tried to focus on something happy, relaxing. Cerberus, curator of Silenti, Sinophasmatis, Vineer Contramichi. Rachel, I focused on my sister, Rachel. Asmatis, Radix, Quad, Casa Vita, Commodo, Adios, Suffragia, Mihi, and Mios, Nicotia. But then I looked back at the ancient woman. Gratius, Agovo, Cerberus. She was staring at me. Pro, Tabelli, Silentio, Etranzio. As if she knew something was about to happen. Gratius, Agophasmatis. And I thought of the name. Pro, Yunxio, Mihi. Spencer. In Mios, Nisus. <gasps> the old lady faded, as if she was only half there. You know when you like hold one hand in front of your face and look past it and one eye can see what's behind the hand and one can just see the hand and it's as if you could see like both things at the same time. It kinda looked like that. The air got colder. A breeze filled the room. My legs straightened and I stood up. The song filled my mind. My head turned and looked at Thomas. I could both see him and not see him. In fact, I could see the wall behind him, which was different. The wood paneling had been removed and I could see the insulation and brick behind it. The table and chairs seemed to fade as well. And uh, then I heard a voice say, hello. Mm. Nice. So that kind of, um that, that's raised some new questions for me, these uh, synopsis and clips that you've I, that's, I, now that makes gone sense. through. Um, was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was there, is there, are you drawing from some sort of personal experiences at all here? Like in terms, or like someone you know, or something you've seen? Because I feel like these are very, um, or or like in movies you've watched. I feel totally. like these are very um, Yeah, definitely. Specific. Well, definitely, like um, when I was growing up, my mom had, epilepsy so I had a little bit of like experience with with that um but then in writing it I was watching the tv sh show dark on Netflix a German one I don't know if you guys have seen it um and that is like 
all like time travel on top of time travel on top of time travel and it's all this kind of network and the fun thing about that which we discover in operations is that you might be able to to like travel in time but you can't change time so by the time you get to a point you're like oh i'm going to change that in the future by the time it, you get there you're like oh now i know why i have to do the thing that i do you know what i mean so right so those right, right, that, that's right. like the right. one of the most like biggest influence it's also kind of like twilight zone ish and and uh and in that kind of vein gotcha sweet so i'm definitely interested in obviously listening to the show and um i think our listeners are going to really enjoy yeah. it and i'm just wondering if you could tell us a little bit about who would love who would love to listen to the show like who are the listeners that you're hoping to capture like if you have kind of an experience with like there's there's a whole world of podcasts out there and audio dramas is like a little sliver of it. So if 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 you are if you are accustomed to living listening to podcasts that are not like just people chatting but a little bit more like television for your ears or like a little movie mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. then then that's for you. Also if you're interested in ghosts, paranormal, hello, your listeners. Mm-hmm. That's, that's you us. and um <laughs> yeah our listeners are because our listeners are kind of more uh they like storytelling and they like paranormal but they also don't like to shit their pants over the paranormal like yeah. they don't want to feel like unsafe um so i feel like storytelling is like a good good kind of um genre, like medium for the, like they they'll enjoy something like that because they'll be like oh this exactly. is fictional I know this yeah, is fictional. This has never yeah. happened. I'm um, not claiming it's happened. Yeah, yeah. this has never happened. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not to say that they don't enjoy the true stories, but they also, like, there's there's a point where they're like, thank God that you guys have some humor and well, you lightheartedness know what? And, throughout. And the two otherwise. clips that I showed are, are not funny. Um, but but there right. is a, no, no. There, <laughs> there is a yeah. ton of comedy in it because Dylan is a pretty weird guy and he's hosting a podcast. And so you hear him start to like have to like deal with how as an awkward person to like host a podcast and and then talk to your listeners um and he has phone calls with his sister and his employee is weird so there's definitely comedy and 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 i like i hope like in all of my the things that in all of the real legitimate anthologies there's comedy throughout because i feel like comedy makes it feel a little bit more real because real life i think is more funny than dramatic so Dramatic things yeah, happen, but like the sure. backdrop is usually like life is weird and funny. Yeah, you kind of have to take it um, not so seriously, or else it's gonna be pretty it's, depressing. It's always nice to get creeped out, but not have to feel like you have to sage uh, your home afterward. I don't like listening to like things where I'm like lying in bed, like afraid that that they're gonna come get me. You know? Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> we had someone, or I heard a comedian actually say that he heard a story about and you might know this comedian and i cannot think of his name for the life of me he has the driest sense of humor he had a netflix special and he said someone once told him about he left his foot outside of his bed um and someone came by and tickled his foot or something it wasn't him he was hearing a story of someone doing this to, to someone else and he's like you know what the story didn't really affect me in the moment but then every single time I would now go to bed, I would refuse to let my foot dangle on the side of the bed because I was afraid that someone would fucking come by and grab my foot. 100%. Well, I, <laughs> now I, I'm, I'm not, not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm 30 years old and I still don't like, like having my foot uncovered hanging off the side of the bed. Nope. You know? There you go. Nope. Like yeah. this is, that's, this, that's serious. I have to deal with that. 
every but why night. Is that? Why are we so? I what is the, it, it must be our childhood traumas that we forget when we were babies. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah, when we were ba- the monsters under the bed were real things. Um, yeah, absolutely. We can kind of uh, wrap up about uh, real legitimate anthology. Is there anything um, that you would like listeners to know in terms of when they can listen to it, when they can, uh, where they should go to hear it? Uh, we can recap that at the end of this episode as well. But well, like, we're, like I'm on the it's uh, RLA is on the the Sonar Network the way that like your show is. So if you click yeah. on over there, you can yes. find it. Um, if you search real legit in pretty much any podcast app you'll it it will suggest real legitimate anthology so you don't have to spell legitimate um and uh <laughs> i can do yeah that. okay <laughs> beautiful um and uh, uh yeah so any any podcast app um and the socials are at rla series perfect so i mean on most of our episodes uh with guests we try to talk about paranormal experiences or those of anyone they know. So we're just wondering if you can share with us any true, and I put that in uh, air quotes just to, yeah. Never know. Because you never know. Who knows? <laughs> uh, true spooky stories that you've... Well, you know, totally. And and so I kind of like cast around for like a scary story that would that would kind of fit the bill. Okay. Um, a kind of like ghost story. Um, I, I don't know if it's true. But um, yeah. it's 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 gonna work. It's gonna work. Perfect. So um, <laughs> let me let me set the scene for you. We have uh, Marianne, who's the main character, the friend of mine, and she's a funeral director. I love this already. And um, you lo- <laughs> I love it. Perfect. <laughs> um, and being a funeral director, you know, like that, like to be scared around bodies is 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 something. So if something scary happens, which we're about to hear, means that it pr- was probably pretty pretty bad for them to actually think like oh this is a scary story and i'm a totally. funeral director yeah um so at, at this is this happened a few few years ago and at night she was uh kind of like to get extra income working in the basement of the funeral home which is the cooling room downstairs where they have all these like shelves they have something called a baby shelf um for the um for the dead for deceased the children oh, for the babies wow. yeah it's called a baby oh, baby shelf that's really sad. um so, so, she, but anyway, she's working down there with all of the bodies underneath the funeral home, and um, she's working with the, this old guy, and um, all of a sudden, upstairs in the funeral home, she hears this scream, like this blood-curdling scream, and she's freaked out, and she says, oh my gosh, what was that? Maybe somebody broke in, right? Maybe somebody's, like, really hurt, so she goes upstairs, up to the funeral home, up these, like, narrow stairs. And she gets up there and she looks around and she doesn't see anyone. She doesn't see any, like, sign of anyone who broke in or anyone hurt. So she decides to go back downstairs and she walks down the narrow stairs. And when she's about halfway, she hears the blood-curdling scream again right behind her head is what she said. And she didn't scream and she didn't run. The first thing she did was peer pants. Uh, Yeah. And then I she sounds about right. Right. <laughs> and then she walked down the, to the bottom of the flight. She turned around. And there was nothing there. Oh, my God. No. No. No, thank you. It's tr- is it true, parent? <sighs> true, creepy story. That is. It's a true, creepy story. <laughs> true, true, true. Um, 
uh, there are things that I want to know, but it didn't happen to you, so I don't know what to to ask. Ask her if she ever wants to be on the show. Yeah. Something. <laughs> Is that the only story she had, or is that the most significant one that she, that? You she, she also she she want. I didn't want to talk, tell you much about the baby shelf, but she wanted to talk a lot about oh, the baby God. shelf and how she would like oh. hear crying sometimes. No. And she's also had a kid, so she was like, she 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 was like, I like, oh, yeah, n- know this yeah. sound. Um, right. It wasn't. It was a familiar sound. Yeah. To her. Exactly. Oh, but this old dude she was working oh. with was like told her one time oh that happens all the time um, when you said she was working with an old dude i almost went like was he alive was she, was she like, oh, he just lay he, he lay on the cooling table sometimes and he I would get up like, help her out and then lay back down he's an intern yeah <laughs> Yeah. His job is to just act as the body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh God! As the only pregnant one here, I don't know why I find the baby. Like I don't know why I'm laughing at the term you baby are, shelf. You are <laughs> laughing quite. This is, the term baby shelf shouldn't be funny in no. this context no. at all. Um, in any other context, it's kind of funny, but it's not. I might just be laughing to mask my fear. Yes. Yeah, that's really not okay. Um, but that is that is crazy. I can only imagine that those uh, funeral directors experience quite a bit of things Mm-mm. and like yeah, maybe just walk it out. Totally, just kind of. I would, and I was it. kind of shocked that she had 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 this like story because I was like, well, I'm sure you're just going to be like, well, obviously there's no such thing as ghosts, but um, right, know, but. But she was like, no, there is. There, there is. is. Yeah. To her. There's yeah. at least a screaming lady and crying babies at that funeral yeah. home that we know yeah. of, for sure. I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, oh, no. I worked with a girl who also worked at a funeral home before she worked at the insurance company. And uh, I tried to like get her to tell me good stories. I was like, oh, anything, any? anything really good happened? And she's like, no, it was a very sad and serious job. And I was like, okay, okay. Nicole, thanks. <laughs> You don't mess around with that kind of yeah nonsense. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. So you said you expected her to say that ghosts, there's no such thing. What is that because you personally are uh, a skeptic or is, yeah. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm totally, totally skeptic. I don't, but you know what? I do get really scared of ghosts. So while I don't believe in them, I'm also like terrified of them. I used to like my buddy and I, um, this was like way back. This is in like 2011 or 12, no, 2012 or 13. And um, he would come over um, and we would film these short, short little movies about ghosts. And we would like get really stoned and try to like get a ghost to come out and like like scare um scare us for the movie and we would just get terrified of literally like anything once a bag fell off a couch and i started to cry <laughs> like no joke um so i'm totally like i i behave like i believe in ghosts but i i don't really believe in ghosts i find most men don't most of the men that we've talked to have like a real healthy dose of skepticism except for cody crane except for cody crane who I'm has right seen ghosts like yes. multiple ghosts like multiple great yeah like his whole life like, yeah yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I couldn't I wouldn't be able I to know. I wouldn't be able to handle that. I feel like if I if I had no. seen multiple ghosts within my life, I would be like I wouldn't leave I my know. house unless the ghosts and were there and then I'd have to leave my house and I'd have to like Cody Crane right. is ready to fight any ghost. He will take But that's them the down. issue. How do you how do you take down a you know like a non-corporeal being? Apparently know. you just challenge I'll challenge I them. dare this I ghost. dare this me. ghost. Uh, yeah, you just kind of. Uh, I I no, it's fine. I I do I do feel like most men have like a healthy dose of skepticism, but it's funny because when most most men, I don't want to say like yeah, every no. guy because we've had guys on the show who who do believe or who have seen things, but just as like my husband as an example. Um, doesn't believe in it. Nothing's going to happen when you die, whatever. And then uh, I was scared of something like ghosts or something. He had fallen asleep in the basement and I was alone in our bedroom. So I went to go wake him up to be like, please come upstairs. And he was doing that whole like, "Mm, no, I'm sleeping. I'm fine. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to leave you down here with the ghosts by yourself. That man got up so quickly. He was so afraid. And I was like, you do believe. You're just saying you don't believe to not scare yourself. Yeah, I think the more that people uh, say that they don't believe, it's just they don't want to invite the idea. Right. If you open that can of worms, then your life is going to change. And I, 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 yeah, I don't right. want to believe in ghosts. Maybe that's what it is. I don't want to believe. That's in my ghosts. thing. That that's my thing. I've always said that. You're just like happy to not see it at all, yeah. and continue, like that's yeah, that's fair. That is fair. When there have been there, when there have been instances in my life where maybe I've been a bit more receptive, and something has something has happened, I've been like absolutely fucking not. Shut it down. Because <laughs> when something actually become scary you're like no this is not real this is not real this is not real but if it's kind of like not that scary you're like 
Oh, uh, maybe it is real. Oh, look, I saw something one time. It becomes just that little bit more uncertain, and like, there's a you're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, okay, fuck this. I'm not gonna even open my mind to it. Yeah. And then usually it does, it does cease. And like, I was even editing an episode a couple weeks ago. Mm. Um, we were doing, we did an episode about serial killer ghosts. And I was writing the description for this specific serial killer ghost who was haunting his old farmhouse. And I'm writing and all of a sudden I'm hearing this humming noise and it's not coming from any device, nothing. It's just like, and it's like an audible like person humming. So I'm just like, what the fuck? So I'm like, as I'm typing, it's hum- it's going, hmm, hmm. And I'm stopping and then it would stop. And then I would type again and then it would hum again. And it was every time I put my, and I was like, this isn't happening. Like this is definitely not happening right now. Like how there's gotta be an explanation for this. You know, in real legitimate apparitions, when he is um, having his like uh, movement, ghost time travel things, he hears this song that keeps coming back to him. Um, and, and I, and I think that's really interesting about like, like the idea of like, not only like visions, but also like sounds, like all those sounds like, and yeah, yes, yeah, scary yeah, songs yeah. and humming. Yeah. So yeah, I, I quickly finished my description uh-huh. of it and like shut my computer and then it never came back. And I was like, what? It was specifically It was only that. when you were writing Why about was it the, happening just the farmer, the haunted I, farmer. The guy, well, he, he wasn't a farmer. He lived on a farm, but like he was a serial killer haunting How his farm. How do you farm. live on your farm killed, on a farmer? I don't know. They didn't, it's not in his will. So <laughs> okay. he didn't talk about his farming skills. Uh, so they were focused on the multiple murders. Mostly <laughs> focused on the multiple homicides that were committed on the farm. Not like, not the agriculture. Yes. Kind yeah. Of like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair. Uh, you guys really know how to run a podcast, eh? That's yeah. like, that's a good choice. Yeah, that's a done. very good yeah. choice. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that was my experience where I was like, I haven't really been open to this and I wasn't even open to it in the moment, but I was like, I got to just finish this and ship it. It's friggin' 12 a.m. This episode needs to come out at 6 a.m. Yeah. I don't have time to put this away and, and, and figure out whether or not this is going to kill me or, or not. Um, and in the episode, it's literally a guy living in his condo like he's a real man living in the condo and he sees a dead man run through his condo being chased by what he assumes is this serial killer um oh my god like to the point where wood chips entered his condo of this no entity no 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 yes okay yes yeah okay and the yeah. knocker that'll do on his door, that'll do nicely the knocker yeah. on his door he heard knocking like g- aggressively open the door no one's there but the knocker was like halfway, halfway. up and he was like oh so God. someone was clearly just knocking the and then banging he on his yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if that doesn't scare the shit out of you i don't know who will um well that yeah. i yeah the shit's gone that's yeah. um shit's gone <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, it's out. That, okay. That, so I was I was scared. Um, that was the last time I became actually scared of my surroundings, mm-hmm. which wasn't that long. A couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. That's 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 absolutely no. Nothing like that has ever. I've never seen wood chips. And, no. And that's no. the scariest part. Never seen. I've never seen them. 
I've never. Which chips? Wood chips are the real ghost here. <laughs> Do you believe in wood chips? You guys believe in wood chips? John. <laughs> okay. Myth. Wood chips are a myth. Um, okay. Well, I think we can probably get into yeah. our, uh, our game of Would You Rather. Mm. Are you ready for a spooky game of Would You Rather? Yeah. Um, I'm what do, we, do, do I need anything? Um, just your listening ears. Okay. Just, yep. <laughs> and an open mind. Okay, so we're going to get into the, our would you rathers. So I'll start. Mm-hmm. If you were in a horror movie situation, would you rather have a loaded gun or a car that you knew would not break down? 100% the car that would not break down. 100%. Yeah. Because it's agree. because whatever you're, I mean, first of all, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I've never shot a. Well, you talk maybe no. you know what I mean. I've never. Yeah, if if there was a ghost in front of me, I wouldn't be like, okay, I have to make sure the safety is off, and I have to right. figure out how to load this thing. I, you know, a car that would not. If you had just said car, I would have chosen car. But a car that would not break wow. down. Oh my gosh, you could just keep right? driving forever, run away forever. from your yeah. problems. That's me. I mean, if you, if the person, I mean, got into the car, you might have problems. Mm. Uh, you might need to use your own physical strength to end the situation, but other than that, just strangle him with a seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> just drive fast and open the door and pop him out. That's that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like if he got in the trunk and then buried his way through the trunk. Oh my gosh! Portal. What kind of what, is this? Is this? Who is this? This is just my mind. <laughs> Overthinking, you know? It's me. <laughs> this is just because I'm a woman and I have to think about this every so time true. I get in the car. I would... Uh, <laughs> I, yes, so uh, 100%. I, I, I would much rather... I think there are more variables with the gun. Like, what if they're... Like, the gun... Just the bullet... Is that what it's called? The bullet just, like, sails through them. <laughs> and... And uh, you know what? Go with the car. Yeah. Go yeah. With the yeah. Car. With I the don't car, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I would say also a car can be used as a weapon. hundred percent. Like just, just run get away. hundred percent. And it could be a weapon. Yeah. So I'm with you on that one. Okay. So I don't know. I, I feel like you would be someone who would know these people. So I wanted to include this. Um, would you rather have dinner with Stephen King or Wes Craven? Oh man. Um, I would, I, I think, yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know. Okay. I know. I think Stephen King is a weirder <laughs> person, so I'd rather have dinner with him. I would say dinner with him. Yeah. yeah it would be a little bit more interesting. About- I think, and he would, um, he would be able to, to to tell me like you know like how he writes such weird, th- also super right. simple things. You know what I mean? Like the things yeah. he writes simple are simple and terrifying. Simple, simple but terrifying. But terrifying. Yeah. Like the one about the like yeah. the like guy who's like strapped and there's just like a pendulum that's like slowly killing him. Like how do you write that into a short story and like have it be taught in English class? You know, and yet. That's what happens. So Tell that's my joy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I would. Uh, would I. Pick? I would agree. I feel like he's like a lit. Well, well he's like literary royalty, yeah. right? So like, I would agree with that one. Because like for Wes Craven, I would just be like, "Tell me about Scream." Right. Right. Like. Yeah. No. Whatever. Right. 
I would mo- I would definitely yeah. rather hang out with Wes, Wes Craven. But if I had a d- one yeah, dinner, sure. I would choose. I agree. I agree too. Yeah. Okay. Which sound would you rather hear while home alone at night? The Baba Duke? I don't know what the sound is. Baba Duke. Have you seen Baba Duke? I watched the movie. Okay, yeah. so you not. know the sound it makes, like when it does, it just goes ba ba. Yeah, that Duke. that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or Terrifying. the tongue clicking noise from Hereditary. Ooh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that one's the worst. <laughs> yeah, I would a hundred percent Baba Duke. Yeah. yeah, me cool. too. Because a hundred percent. Because like at the end of at the end of Baba Duke, I don't like. I mean, I don't want to spoil the film for anybody who doesn't watch it. I'm but probably like, not gonna watch it, but that's fine. Go ahead. Oh, you. Oh, okay. Is Neither it really of you good? It. Should I watch it? It's you know, it's great. It's not like it's not. It's it's nice. It's not like terrifyingly scary. Yeah. Um, which is why I would rather hear Baba Duke. But it's also it's more a little bit more like um, like uh, a good movie than like a good horror movie. You know what I mean? Like I think oh, at the end there's all these allegories about like it's the depression. Yeah. That's what Bubba Duke is. It's not yes. that like Bubba. I'm um, gonna go with Hereditary. No. It's just a little girl. She dies. She's terrifying. Like, She's terrifying. She is terrifying. That image of her getting her head. But that's okay. So, yeah. but but she didn't do that. Today. Like that's why I'm not afraid of her. Like yeah, she didn't do anything. But I feel like anything. she did. Like I feel like she. <laughs> She's horrifying in every. And uh, the thing is, is that if I heard that noise, I would just like not like yeah, think of the girl, but also just think of that movie, which was pretty, which was really terrible. Which was horrifying. So overall. it's just like, yeah. I have a little segue. You, you want to hear this little segue? It's about yes. um. Okay, it's about it, it's not the ring, but it's the Grudge. Remember the Grudge? Yes. That came out. Mm. Okay. Yes. So the Grudge is a little boy who meows. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. In the trailer. Um, so mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I saw the trailer uh, on an ad and was so terrified that I, uh, so I was falling asleep that night and I had do- a cat, I had a cat that could open the front door of my parents' house because it was a latch no. and I was falling asleep and thinking of that terrifying trailer and then I heard below me the front door go like patak, patak, patak and then open <laughs> and then I heard meow. And I oh, no. lost it. I thought that Grudge Child was was entering oh, my house. Oh no! I would have slept on the floor in my parents' room if that happened to me. I don't care how old I was. That's terrifying. Yeah, that's terrifying. So not not uh, that sound. So definitely not that sound. Okay, so I'm going with Babadook. You're going in with the clicking noise because you're crazy. Okay, speaking of parenthood, who would you rather babysit, Chucky? Or Damien from The Omen. Like, I feel like it's really a question of would you rather a kid with ADHD babysit or a kid who is going to stare you down for the three hours that you're there, but you actually don't have to do too much. Right. Exactly. Like, I feel like uh, how long is this babysitting session? Is it like a three hour little stint? Like, I I could hang out with Damien for three hours and like just be like, okay, let's watch TV and then like leave after that. I feel like if I was babysitting, babysitting. Um, babysitting. <laughs> uh, if I was babysitting um, uh, Chucky, it would three hours would just be hell. Like the whole three hours would just be like the a mess. Thing, yeah. But w- I would much rather live my life with Chucky than live my life with the devil incarnate. So I agree. I agree. Yeah, my choice is definitely Chucky. 
Uh, I just don't want to be around Damien. Uh, someone who's possessed by the literal devil. All right, you're next. Oh yes, I am. Would you rather try to? <laughs> sorry. Would you rather try to open a bag of Doritos in a quiet place, the movie, or unload the dishwasher in the Jurassic Park kitchen? Are the? Oh my God, that's a. This is a. This is the first one. This where one I'm like, is. I don't know. This is tough. Because like Quiet Place, like I would much rather face a dinosaur than face whatever the Quiet Place well, things fuck are. They are, yeah. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Um, but then again, like in a Quiet Place, I feel like it could take like three hours to open a bag of Doritos and just make sure it's super quiet. You know what I mean? I could like find yeah. scissors. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I don't think that that's the question. Okay. I don't think that we can. Okay. Take okay. a loophole there. Okay. So <laughs> it has and to be with your hands. It's got to be like if you're in Jurassic Park and the dinosaurs are everywhere, uh, it's going to be pretty hard to avoid them. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I'm going to ch- I'm going to choose the Dorito bag. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah. Good. I am. Yeah. The the intelligence that they showed in that raptor scene was that is that is traumatizing from my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you could really quickly open the bag of Doritos and then throw something across the room to make a louder noise to distract it and it'd be like, "Whoa, what the fuck was that?" Um that would be my go-to move in the dishwasher scene do they know that the that they're there the uh, raptors so the raptors they're the two kids are in like a kitchen yeah and they're how do i explain it like they're like i'm picturing like a prep kitchen so like rows of like countertops and they're like scooting around on the floor so the raptors can't see them but they can hear them and so the raptors start like teaming up to hunt them where like the one raptor's distracting them, whatever. But if you're unloading a, you have to also you have to unload a whole dishwasher. Yeah. That's a lot of noise. Yeah. What's in this dishwasher? Are we talking about like a thousand little like like ramekins, or are we talking about like you know like utensils, right? Like right. I'm picturing. I'm just picturing the dishwasher at my home. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot to unload there. Oh, I feel. Yeah. Lots to unpack there. Oh, I don't. Um, it's, that's okay. I, I will have one one day, I promise. Um, dishwashers, are they even real? Yeah, I grew up with a dishwasher, yeah. and not having one is so, so What were they like, the dishwasher you grew up with? Were they, I, was your friend, or? <laughs> it was like a buddy of yours? I grew, grew up in the east end of Hamilton, so like, I was one of the kids who had a dishwasher. That made me feel really 
special right. and important. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now that I don't have one, it's kind of just like I've I've gone back regressed. in life. I've regressed in life right. without my dishwasher. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I I digress. Uh, I would pick the bag of Doritos as well. Okay, would you rather wake up buried alive or in a zombie apocalypse? Wow. Mm. And these are, these are getting harder and harder and harder. Um, I feel like I would rather wake up in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I, I agree. Yeah. Because I like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of like um, the like um, uh, Kill Bill scene where she's bur- she wakes up buried. She's in the coffin. She has to dig herself out. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. And so. It's like making that, my heart palpitate. It's yeah. like, right. like it be, my anxiety is just my my main thing is that if you woke up and like on the news they're like it's a zombie apocalypse, you could talk to people about it. You could be like, hey, so what are we gonna do? How are we gonna like yeah, and figure it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. who's got weapons? Like, yeah, right. And you you feel like where are those? What are they called? Bullets. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a- like Ariel um, just call, you call Woody Harrelson and then you're fine um, exactly if you if you if you're in if you're under the ground there's no one to talk to it's just like you have to deal with this issue immediately on your own um yeah yeah and I, I would probably I would want help yeah for sure I also don't uh, I'm short I'm only five two and if I was buried six feet under like even if I got myself right side up in a coffin, I still got to pull myself through another right. foot. You could just foot. be in a six foot deep hole. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'm not making it out of there. It would be a, it would be like a long, painful death, where like yeah. suffocating. Whereas if a zombie ate me, it would be much quicker than suffocating. You think? 100%. I feel like they like gnaw on you a bit. If a horde of zombies got you i watch the walking mm. dead still they're just so slow like they're so zombies? slow yeah. yeah well not the 28 days later zombies those are the, the, you're those right are they are, you're right you're right i guess it depends on which zombie also, apocalypse we're talking about yeah. that's true which world are we living in <laughs> also i'm thinking like zombies are dead people and dead people are decaying decaying yeah. so it's like you know like i can take you we're I, yeah good. um okay you feel like pre-pandemic um zombies i always thought like world pandemic was on the same level as zombie apocalypse and so i (laughs) now i feel kind of like zombie apocalypse is a little bit more likely than it was before yeah it's like you're ready for or just like a bit more prepared even yeah you're like i lived through covid Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's a zombie zombie apocalypse Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay through which movie's cornfield would you rather take a leisurely nighttime stroll? <laughs> Signs or Children of the Corn? Um, well, okay, I haven't seen Children of the Corn, but I'm assuming that there are children in that and cornfields corn in field. that. And they probably yeah, like sing and dance. And they probably like have a great time running through the corn. Mm. Children. <laughs> they make you camps, a corn husk doll. <laughs> corn husk dolls. <laughs> Um, corn parties. Um, I so I I I I'd love to hang out with the children of the corn. They sound okay. wonderful. Um, I know Signs is yeah, Signs is a scary film. So I probably Signs is want to scary be, and very yeah. like I feel like they have to just like run for their lives. That right. will not run, but like 
there's a lot happening there that they right. need to escape from. Um, I need to look up what Children of the Corn is. This is a very serious decision. So I've seen guys. Children of the Corn, okay. but okay. it's not like as action-packed type of like horror. It's kind of just like these creepy, weird children in the corn, and they'll like in a cornfield who will kill you. Like it's oh, you could kind of be their friend. Like I mean, they're just fucking weird people. Are they, are they like real, real humans, or are they supposed to be like ghosts? Or are they no, they're real. I'm, I'm. It's yeah, kind of like that. Oh. Uh, no, I don't know. Um, so, okay, the synopsis is a young couple is trapped in a remote town where a dangerous religious cult yeah. of children believes that everyone over the age of 18 must be killed. Yeah. Hmm. I cannot. I mean, that's fair. Me. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I like. You know what? You're not wrong. You know? Like, <laughs> no. I used to. Just, like, three years ago, I was I was still getting carded, but now I'm, they've given up on me. So, no. The children of the corn are. You're the, trying to enter the cult? The, you know, you the, can't come in here. You're too old. Um, they keep denying me. You want to join our summer camp in the corn? Let's see your ID. <laughs> you know what? Um, the, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I could take on. Um, I don't the think aliens? I could. No, it's surprising because being abducted by aliens is one of my biggest fears. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. But I don't think I could take on a religious cult of children. Like, I feel like they would definitely kill me. Yeah. Um, I would. I feel like I would fare better with the aliens. Maybe they could what? teach me. I don't know. Like, if they're going to abduct me, which is, like, literally my biggest fear, uh, then... um, You you meet some children in the corn who want to kill you, and you're like, listen, kids, I'm the person. I might be over the age of 18. It's okay. Don't kill me. You meet an alien, and you say, look, I'm a human. You're alive. Let's not kill each other. And they go, like... You can't kill me. Exactly. Have exactly you met anyone who's like extremely religious before? Because like <laughs> they're not they're pretty open much saying exactly to changing their idea. Yeah. 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 I actually think I'd fare better with the aliens. You can rationalize. At least there's some logic with the alien. Yeah. Yeah. You might be. Right. I could be like, I'm a human too, and I'm over the age of 18, and they'd be like, boom, see you later. You would, like, yeah. Done. They do not care. Um, with the aliens at least like maybe there's a chance they'll take me aboard the ship show me the galaxies i didn't expect this one to be as controversial as and it's become you know to be honest. i know and then they'll be like you're really fucking up the planet stop using plastic <laughs> you know aliens well has anyone watched the uh the one with uh chris pratt or whatever recently uh mm-hmm. Tomorrow oh, War? No, no. No? Okay, no. so that one's all aliens, and that's, like, I want nothing to do with aliens after seeing that one, because they are fucking ruthless. Yeah. Um, They're, yeah, 100 they, I, I, I definitely believe they'll mess you up a lot more than some kids at a summer camp who believe. Yeah, them. yeah. I, I, I feel like I could get away from the children of the corner. If I, had, if I had a pitchfork, I'd be able to fight them off or something. Like, they're children, right? Yeah. Like, they, like yeah, literally, the question is, are you more scared okay. of children or aliens? You're can I ask about you, to have a child. Can I ask you a question. <laughs> you're, leaving, you're leaving the LCBO. You've had a long week, and you see a group of teens. You're going to tell me you're not scared? <laughs> My whole life, it doesn't matter. Like, as a child, I'd see a group of teens and be like, man, I hope those teens don't make 
fun of me as a teenager <laughs> I'd see a group of teens and be like man I hope those kids don't this make fun of me rather leave an LCBO and see a group of aliens <laughs> and a group of teenagers yeah you really, <laughs> like, you I'm still afraid no okay realistically no if it's nighttime and I'm up against a group of children with weapons in a cornfield who like live in this cornfield and know it much better than I do or aliens on my turf come on Oh man. Right. They're, they're aliens. I disagree. On your I disagree. No. Oh my god, I have, the, I have the winning argument. I have okay, the winning here we argument. Go. Here we go. In the movie Signs, at the end of the movie, we find out that their weakness is water. Oh, true. that's true. I win. True. <laughs> You're right. At the end of the Children of the Corn. Um, Everyone dies. I'm pretty sure they kill the majority of the people. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's, that's why fair. there's a Children I, of the Corn. That's why there's a uh, Children of the Corn too. Yeah, killed enough people oh. to make a sequel. <laughs> okay, well that, that's great to know. I do remember that, and that's a good point. Next time I see an alien, I'll just like pour water, throw some water, water, and just that'll fix the problem. Unless sure. they're nice and want to teach us how to save our planet, then we then we let them. Then they're about thirty <laughs> years too late. Yeah, yeah we'll send you first. <laughs> To yeah. try and negotiate. She doesn't want to see teenagers. She'd rather go see the aliens. Yeah. You guys aren't teenage aliens, are you? <laughs> <laughs> you don't not fuck around. <laughs> oh, frick. Oh, man. All right. Um, that's the last question we have for uh, Would You Rather. Mm -hmm. um, Beautiful. We've really I feel like gone I down. a lot about you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've all just learned a lot about each other. I think we all just I learned went a lot about myself. When your child turns into a teenager, I, I wish them the best. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out of there. I'm out of there. <laughs> Not going to an LCBO that's with them. That's for sure. um, okay, well, awesome. well, Ian, it was amazing to have you on this uh, episode of Paranormal. Uh, if you want to listen to Real Legitimate Anthology and the the latest installment, um, you can do so. Ian, would you mind repeating the places where people can find Absolutely, yeah. Like uh, like the show you're listening to now, Paranormal, you can find it at uh, the Sonar Net Network website, uh, mm -hmm. Real Legitimate Anthology. And anywhere you get your podcast, you can just type in Real Legit and it'll suggest Real Legitimate Anthology. Perfect. And to find you, if anyone wants to connect with you and follow you on anything. At Ian Geldart on Instagram and Twitter, and then at RLA series on Instagram and Twitter. Perfect. Awesome. Well, that's it for this episode, that's everyone. That's it, guys. Thank you Stay so much spooky. For me. Thank you so much to, for listening, and uh, yeah, check. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. We're excited for you, and we're excited to continue listening to the show. Beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. Likewise. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. that showbiz, baby. Stay spooky, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. <laughs> Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit
Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit.